Discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. You are listening to Roundtable with the E. The countryside has always been considered as an oasis of natural beauty and serenity, but is often overlooked when it comes to artistic and cultural values. However, in recent years, we've seen a wave of creative initiatives which bring the arts into rural landscapes. They are designed to unlock the creativity that resides within villages, bridge the gap between art and rural areas, and even address some of the challenges facing these communities. One example here in China is a project called Art at Fulang, which is also part of the Art Field China project. Launched in 2021, the project has turned a small village in East China's Jiangxi Province into a famous art gallery without a roof, attracting a steady stream of visitors every year. So, how could artistic expression play a role in invigorating the countryside? What do local villagers think about such endeavors? To answer these questions, we have invited two distinguished guests. They are Miss Teng Huimin, Chief of Operation of Art at Fuliang, and Miss Chen Xiyu, Communication Director of the Art Feed China Project. So let's start with Miss Chen. Okay, I learned that you have been operating this Art at Fuliang project since the very first beginning. So could you tell us more about this project, and more importantly, what inspired the initiation of this project? Uh, the festival is organized by Fuliang County Government and uh, undertaken by our team. Our our company is called Habat. The festival was held in two thousand and twenty one. It was divided into two seasons: the spring and the fall. Uh, the art project just appeared everywhere in the village, uh, like uh, the. Original vacant house,、uh, like by the river and in the mountains, the artworks was fully integrating with the local nature environment. As so mentioned, why we want to bring art to the to the countryside. Let's make the long story short. Our team is working on a big project called Artfield China.、Uh, this is a systematic work which originated from Japan.、Uh, in Japan, there's a very famous art festival called. Uh, the Ichigo Tsumari Art Triennial.、Uh, it's one of the largest art festival in the world, and it's taking place in the northeast of Japan.、Uh, the place is known for heavy snowfall in winter, where the depopulations are rapidly advancing, where the people still engage with the land through agriculture, and the the artworks are installed in the nature throughout the years. So when people go to there, go there to visit the festival, you can just follow the artworks as guiding lights. And on the way, when you when you're looking for the artworks, and you can at the same time you receive a great attention of the the beauty of nature. So the festival is very very famous in the world, and it's it's known as a leading practice of community building by art. Back to China,、uh, we also sharing the similar situation in the rural place in the countryside,、uh, like the aging and the population,、uh, young people they they left their hometown because the the lack of opportunity and they think they there's no no more hope for a better life in in the countryside. So maybe maybe we also need a regional art festival. 
I think that's a very interesting idea, you know, to promote arts in rural landscapes to try to solve some of the challenges facing this region and also their people living there. I know your team has done a lot of preparation works before really launching this art festival in Fuliang. But the question is that why was Fuliang chosen as the first destination for the project? I mean, how did this county particularly attract your team as a suitable place to promote arts in China? We, we always say that uh, we only go to where we are needed. The project, actually, it is benefit from the government level establishment called a village leader system in, in Fuliang County. It's like one leader to one village and they help to provide local rural areas significant guarantee for like uh, building tourism, cultivation, uh, social resource empowerment, industry implantation, and so on. So our founder, Mrs. Sun Qian, she was invited to become the village leader of Hanxi village in Fuliang. When she first visited the village, she was deeply attracted by the beautiful tea fields and she then she got to know about the history of the village. Most of the villagers were immigrants. Uh, they came very far away from, from Zhejiang province because of the construction of Qiandao Reservoir. So the local people, they had to leave their hometown and move to a new place. The situation at that time is quite harsh, but step by step, they built their beautiful new home by their own hands. So, yes, we are moved by the stories and we, we decided to do work here. Mm, I think that's a very impressive story that you notice this migration story. And I know the festival has also invited artists to create works that tell this migration stories. But I think we will come back to this story later. And now my question goes to Ms. Tung. I know you joined the Art at Fuliang project since 2021. And since then, you have been working and living there uh, during the past few years. So first of all, could you... Describe your role and your responsibilities within this project. I live and work in Fuliang, mainly in charge of the project operating. Uh, now I'm in charge of the localized operation of the project, including the maintenance of art exhibition and like ticket sales, visitor services, and uh, the planning or implementation of some events. Basically, I spend my whole year staying in the village. And besides the regular work, our team also do some community works, such as arranging community activities in some specific traditional festivals and helping villagers to sell their products and so on. Mm -hmm. I think we will just get you to introduce more of your interesting experiences in Fuliang later. And now, as you said, you are really trying to promote this kind of new art form in the countryside here in China. And I think for anyone out there, it sounds really appealing to think about promoting art in the countryside and uh, those positive impacts it could bring to the place and also people living here. Tell us what is the current operation scale of Art at Fuliang right now? I mean, how many artists have been invited and what kind of artworks have been on site? And also what kind of activities have been organized so far? Yeah, uh, Art at Fuliang, we invited uh, totally 26 Chinese and foreign artists. They presented 22 art projects 
uh, through the localized creation. Uh, the project turned the whole village into a roofless art museum. So you wandering around the village, you can only enjoy the the art that's present in the specific field out of the white book space, but also embrace the nature fields and travelers can taste countryside food and buy local specialties and talk with the villagers. Uh, we, we organize many activities through the festival, like uh, workshops, dancing show, uh, ambient music concert. Uh, most of the activities were, were outdoor. We'd like to make all the travelers feel the, just feel the nature, feel the air, feel the sunshine. Yes, and I think as you said, you have done a lot of work to make sure that this art at Fulian project can integrate with local region and local culture and also with its local villagers. Um, I think that's also a major concept of Art Field Festival, right? Really encouraging artists to create works while they stay in a local village and create art that utilizes the region's local assets from its natural scenery to its culture and stories. And I think that's also the way um, that make arts artworks presented in places like Fulian different from those created in an art gallery in cities. That's also your project has been doing. For example, as Ms. Chen previously mentioned, artworks exhibited in Fulian reflect the local migration story. So could you just tell us more about that? Uh, the integration of art and local is not achieved by a single behavior or a short-term practice. I think it, it is more like a dynamic process. So from the perspective of artistic creation, many steps are needed to join in the local things with art. So the important thing is uh, the scene, or uh, I prefer to say the field. Uh, artists and the curating team should reach an agreement that Artistic creation in this project cannot only be the personal expression. So there has to be something related with the field. Uh, when inviting artists to participate in the project, we usually choose artists who are familiar with uh, of localized creation or they are willing to do such things. We will invite them to come to the village to do some uh, investigations or we can say uh, some field works. Artists take local culture and uh, local stories, local people and materials as the content of their creation. Uh, for example, we have a granary special exhibition named uh, I Home, Hometown. It is created by a group including a photographer uh, named Ho Cheng, an illustrator named Yu Yang and an editor, also director Nini. Uh, this work consisted of photography of local people's face and hands, the illustrator of villagers running scene and a video about local people telling stories about how they uh, left their old hometown and uh, built their new hometown here. And we also have a book of oral history. Many visitors were deeply moved by visiting the work and know about the real stories that was happened here. 
Uh, you mentioned visitors were quite moved and touched by、uh, these artworks, which try to reflect local stories. But I'm wondering, what were the initial reactions of those local residents? I mean, those local villagers to these artworks and or activities? Did they like them, and、uh, how did they accept all of this? Uh, at first, villagers did not understand or try to understand the artworks.、Uh, they also didn't object to the things we are doing too, because at that time they don't think these things were about them or have anything to do with them. So we also noticed the situation and took some measures to change it. So,、um, how did you change it exactly? Because I assume it could be quite challenging to gain their trust and even encourage their participation. Because, as you said, you have、uh, hired or recruited a bunch of local villagers as your workers or volunteers. But then, how did you, you know, make all that happen at first? And also, Miss Tang, I know you have been working closely with the local villagers. You have even created bond and connection with them now. But did you make extra efforts to build, you know, this trust and connection at the first place? And if yes, how did you do that? In fact, both the village committee and other villagers are very friendly. So、uh, I think that we we didn't have a very difficult thing to do.、Uh, we are welcomed and received, but、uh, it, it also took some effort. For example, holding a community event in the village、uh, where there is no convention、mm. is a challenge because、mm. in the beginning we could couldn't find any villagers who could act as organizers. So our approach is to start with people to visit one person after another to have people who want to be part of the organizations and、uh, to convince others to join in. There is not a lot of economic interest or anything else going on here, so it is just the building of relationships between us and the residents, more like a neighborhood. And、uh, another fun way is that we invite many villagers to be the、uh, guidance or the volunteers of the ex- exhibition,、uh, and in this period, we are getting very close to each other. Well then, how did we convince them to join your program? Because as you said, it might not be a very lucrative job or offer for them. Then, how did you exactly convince them to take part in what you are doing in the village? The situation that why there is no、uh, organizers or no much activities in the villages because those young people used to organize activities in this village are getting old. <laughs> so they are another such enthusiasm or、uh, something else like they join the people together. So、uh, we will ask them about the things they used to do before, like how they、uh, called people and、uh, who did they call, and we will find maybe such as their son or their daughters or their brothers that are、uh, still with a little、uh, thinking that they want to do, but if. There's no people to push them; they they won't do.、Mm-hmm. So、uh, we will put ourselves on the role of the organizers, but we will tell them that、uh, you are the host. If you don't do, then we don't do. So like when we are、uh, holding the anniversary of the village,、uh, like to celebrate how、uh, 
50 years ago, they moved from Zhejiang province to here. We asked a lot of villagers that maybe they are not living in the village now, but they are still concerned about the situations that is happening here. And we told them that your parents, your uh, grandmother, uh, they want this place to be of more activities, to be of more activeness. I asked them uh, whether you want to join or not. And uh, some people will say that very surely that they will join in. And some people say they will follow other people's what, what, what they are doing and they will choose the same way. So things just goes successful like this. Mm -hmm. I think that's a very quite smart approach to do that. So basically people were not that reluctant to join the event and you basically just see uh, see through their minds somehow and uh, you know arouse their passion in their heart and in the end just to make it ha all happen right yes yes, yes. passion mm -hmm. is very important <laughs> yes art at fuliang project has recruited over 60 guys i assume uh, they would just lead visitors through the exhibition and provide explanations for them. And most of them are local villagers, um, of course. And also, I remember, Ms. Tang, you had mentioned in another show previously that many of them work and live within a 10-minute ride on an electric scooter, right? Uh, yes. Yes. And um, that's very, um, I think that's a very different approach to organize exhibitions. Um, so why did you choose to, you know, recruit and uh, involve all those local residents as professional guys or volunteers instead of recruiting professional personnel? And I mean, what's the consideration behind this? Uh, local volunteers are the real bridge between the artwork and the audience. So one of the characteristics of the art festival travel is that art is not only the purpose. The local nature environment and culture are designed to be included in, in the tour. So uh, instead of offering professional art guiding services, just like uh, museums in the cities often do, we prefer to let the local people introduce the uh, works of art uh, with their own understanding. And uh, there is also a very early reason for this. Uh, at first, we didn't have much time to finish the project. We only have like uh, uh, six months. So uh, we didn't have enough time to explain to the villagers that what we were doing. So uh, we invited the villagers to experience it and participate in they soon developed a deep understanding of the festival. Uh, I think it was a good choice. Not only the relationship between us and the residents becoming very close, uh, visitors of the art festival also deeply impressed by these local volunteers because they are so hospitable, so kind and friendly, and uh, being very proud of their village. And they can tell more things uh, or stories of local than us. We also learned a lot from our local volunteers. Uh, you also learn a lot from them. Can you just yeah, elaborate yeah. on that? I mean, what did you learn from them? Like the uh, change of seasons, were, when time changed, what were they plant in the ground? Mm. Like the uh, stories of the vacant houses we are using for exhibitions. Uh, we only know part of it. and. Uh, 
uh, they will let us know more about like like the uh, the situation of the uh, husband and wives and their uh, mother and their grandmother and something else. And uh, they will let us know uh, what activities were held in the village and we can do the same one or the similar one. And uh, they will uh, tell us about the traditional food, uh, traditional festivals, traditional like uh, a lot of things that only kept in their uh, community. And uh, we ask them and we know if we don't ask them or we just walk around, we will never know these things. It's really refreshing for me and maybe also other listeners out there because when mentioning, you know, bringing arts to rural landscapes, to rural areas, we are always talking about what can we bring to rural areas. But now you are also seeing like a two-way dialogue or two-way interaction. So people living there are also teaching you something. Then they're also bringing something out from them. And uh, through such events, it's really communication, I guess. And uh, Ms. Chen, you have been operating this project in Fuliang and also in other regions in China in the hope of bringing some changes to the places and also people living there. So, so far, based on your observation, are there any changes that has been happening? And more importantly, how do you envision such projects' long-term impact on the countryside? For example, in the village, when you get into the village, you, you can see residents, they are trying to sell teas, opening small shops, opening homestay, restaurants. And yeah, I think we, we have helped to develop them to have business ideas and open more opportunities for, for them. I, we think that art is not the only solution to bring change to the rural areas. And, it opens many, many opportunities. It, and it also helps outsiders recognize the local values. I remember that in the end of the festival, one villager, she's also the volunteer, she said to us that in the past, she want to go out to see the world. And now she thinks the world came to see her. So we, we, I think mm -hmm. it's really, we are deeply moved by her, yes. by her word. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she means that she thought she could only experience something better outside of her village before. But now with such events coming to this place, she feels like more opportunities are being offered to her, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a very touching story, I would say. And lastly, are there any plans to expand the project or um, you want to scale up this art at Fuliang in the current location? So tell us more about your plan. We also have another project in, in Guangdong, in South China. And the festival is called Artfield Nanghai Guangdong 2022. It was opened in also a small town in Nanghai, uh, Foshan in Guangdong. Mm -hmm. uh, the art festival is, was, was much bigger than Fuliang. The scale is much bigger and it, it was held in eight areas. And there are totally 73 art projects. And uh, there are 133 artists who are engaged in the project. And uh, yeah, it's also a big hit on, on the, in the social media. And uh, yes, we are trying to keep these things going on. And we are 
in within in the following ten years, this festival in Nanhai will be held in once two years. We aim to foster the development of the new tourism and making the place an ideal destination in South China, in a Great Bay Area. It's called. This year in autumn, we want to reopen the the art at Fuliang, and next year maybe Nanhai. So let's just keep going on. Good luck with that, and、I、hope in the near future we can just see more attempts, like art at Fuliang or art at Nanhai across China. Thank you very much for your informative and thought-provoking discussion. I think, as Miss Chen says, well, art may not be the ultimate solution nor the only solution to all the challenges faced by villages. It still has the ability to bring positive changes, as art always has the power to transcend language barriers and cultural divides. It can be an engaging way to help the countryside to foster dialogue and interaction with the outside world. So even though it may be a small art project right now, it could become a beacon of hope and change for the countryside. Thank you again, Miss Chen and Miss Tong, for joining the show and sharing your valuable insights and experiences.